the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. It's time to get moving and go to the next level. The Lord said, Valerie, tell them I'm doing a new thing. Someone listening today has no hope. Someone receiving this message is wondering, is God going to prevail on their behalf? The answer is yes. Isaiah 43, 19. Please memorize the scripture. It is so powerful. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah 43, 19. God is about to change your circumstance and it's already begun in the unseen before you perceive it. He's already doing it. He wants to empower you to do even more good than you've already done. God is going to move things out of your way. Change minds of decision makers, change circumstances, annihilate the enemy's strategies that he has set up to trap you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He has a passionate love for you. I'll prove it. These are words of a tremendous father. No love can compete with it because what he speaks, he demonstrates. Isaiah 45, two to three, I will go before thee. And make crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. I will give thee the treasures of darkness hidden in riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by name. There is only one request that God has of you. Make me your priority. Deuteronomy Chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, God spoke to the children of Israel, and I'm paraphrasing, if you will. You have stayed at this mountain long enough. Turn and take your journey. Break camp and move on. See, I set the land before you. Go in and possess the land. God is telling them, get up, move forward. You've been in the same place too long. We cannot go to a more powerful place unless we take action and move. God has something greater for you than where you are presently. And that's the message for you today. It's time. It's time. It's time. 
allow this year to find you in pursuit of your dreams. God is saying you've been where you've been long enough. Advance. No matter how much you have or do not have, it's time to move. Let's go to the altar. Father, may the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Father, speak to us today in our inner ear that we may hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Father, use me today. Encourage and promote your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. This year, your prayers are to bring extraordinary results. The title of today's message is, You Are My Priority. The Bible says, let us plead together. God wants a partnership with you, a union, a oneness. It's time to enter your next dimension. God didn't plan defeat for you. God is releasing a fresh new prayer anointing over the body of Christ so that the church will take its rightful place in the end times. By making God your number one priority, you'll move mountains through prayer. God is calling you, child of God, to a new place. You are his beloved. A place, a land flowing with milk and honey. A place of increase, abundance, blessings, supernatural power. The disciples said this, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Acts 6, 4. This is God's call on your life, too. If you believe it, go ahead and shout. God is calling you to move into an intimate relationship with him. One backed by his covenant power. It's backed by his promises. A promise is only as good as the power that's behind it. Today, I'm going to talk about what's required for God to be your priority and then a call to action. And I'll show you how to commune with the Holy Spirit. Communion is your place of power. Our prayer should bring outrageous results. The power of your prayer can shake evil, transforming lives, having astounding effects. There are no boundaries and no limitations in prayer. I want to share this with you today. My son at one point was working so many hours and he was working a job where he traveled by car just many, many, many miles. And I was deeply concerned about him traveling so much alone in his car. He had a brand new car, but just so many miles and so much time alone. I suggested, I said, you know, son, why don't you change your employment? I mean, you know, you've got a degree. Do a different line of work. You don't have to stay stuck in the same job. He said, no, mother, I, you know, I love this job. And I'm just thinking, just driving so many hours, day and night, it's just too much to get where he had to go for this job. So one afternoon he was leaving for work and a heavy burden fell upon me and I walked him to the doors he was leaving, but something was troubling me. It felt like my spirit was tossing and turning. As soon as he left, I immediately went to my prayer place and I began to pray to the Holy Spirit. And as I was praying to the Lord, the Holy Spirit took over the prayer and I prayed, Lord, send an angel to ride with him in that car, to be by his side and protect him and watch over him and keep him. I was calling on heaven. I can't remember all of my words, but just as I finished the prayer, I do remember what happened. As I finished the prayer, I saw a vision 
and he was pulling off from the curve. And as he pulled off from the curve, an angel of the Lord jumped in the car in the front seat, in the passenger seat beside him. It was an awesome vision. And they took off and went down the road together. Hallelujah. I said, an angel of the Lord jumped in the car and went down the road with him. Somebody needs to shout about this today. I saw this with my own eyes. When we call God, he answers. When we pray, he hears. He said, call unto me and I'll show you great and mighty things thou knowest not of. Paul in the book of Acts is on a ship and there is a great storm that's threatening the lives of the entire crew and everyone on the ship. Now, Paul was a prisoner being transferred. God had given him a vision and he spoke these words at a time when the men aboard the ship were in terror. And I extort you to be of good cheer for there will be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship only for there stood by me this night, the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve saying, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar and lo, God had given thee and all these men to sell with thee. Acts 27, 23 to 25. God was letting him know the outcome of this journey, that there would be no loss of life. And he said, an angel of the Lord stood by me. God answers prayer. I've seen so many forms of disease healed in this ministry, like the gunshot victim that was colorblind since she was nine months old. So many answers to prayer, miraculous results. When we seek God, when I was very young, God revealed the surprising fact that prayer is a dynamic force that evil cannot withstand. I then made a sound decision to have time alone with him, leaving aside what my loss might be in this world. Time alone, communion with the father became my priority. Nothing was more important to me. I spent hours in my office at work in prayer. By age 25, I owned a beautiful home, a flourishing business, raising a family with an amazing husband. At home, I would rise early before my children woke up, and I would go to my prayer place and meet the Father. At my office, I would eat as I worked so that my lunch hour could be devoted to prayer. When I returned home in the evening after the children and my husband had had dinner, and they were young in elementary school at that point, And so they retired early to bed for school the next day. And once I had tucked them in and prayed with them, I couldn't wait to get to my prayer place to seek God for our business, for our family, the needs of those that were sick and financial situations for people who had requested prayer. Joan and I led the prayer group into fasting one day per week as the Lord led. And I would always shut in as often as possible. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit began to develop in my life because of the sacrifice that I made. I began to truly understand early in my 20s and on my knees in prayer that I could take the victory and dominate over circumstances. I was a young businesswoman. My employees were older than me. They could run rings around me without the power of the Lord showing me and giving me insight into circumstances. Then when I would stay in my prayer place, that's when I would go into hospitals and lay hands on the sick. That's where the battle was won. When I was at home in the secret place in prayer, 
I would see maybe someone suffering with illness or disease, their name on the list. But I would see God would give me insight into their circumstances. And I would cry out to the sick at home in my prayer place. And the prayer partners would see those names on the list. And we would pray and defeat the powers of darkness. We won the battle before we ever entered a hospital room to pray for anyone. What holds us back from the great things in life most of the time is fear. I wasn't afraid to go in against cancer, leukemia, or coma. I knew that the battle had already been won. Don't be afraid to confront circumstances in your life where it seems impossible to win. Don't let fear hold you back. Believe in the power of Almighty God. A lady wrote this story several years ago. It's amazing that I never forgot it. She said she was by the side of her ill mother, her bedside, and each day she would go to see her and stay as long as she could. Well, confronted by the medical evidence, it became obvious that her mother was going to pass away soon. But she wanted to know her mother's mental state about death because her mother never complained during her visits or she never even spoke about her death. So one day, as she sat quietly next to her bed, she said to her mother, she said, Mother, are you afraid of dying? Her mother looked up and gently smiled and she said, No, dear, I am not afraid of dying. Fear is a thought and I am not afraid of a thought. What a comfort to her daughter's heart. Fear initiates in the spirit realm and her mother was absolutely right. It starts with a thought. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Isaiah 26 and 3. You know, my son had an ingenious idea. The Lord showed him something so unique. And, you know, he thought this is patent worthy. It's a young college kid at that point. And so we talked about it and he was excited. And because he was excited, I was excited about it. Not knowing what kind of price, you know, the ticket that could be on this invention. So we talked about it with some professors at some of the largest universities in the country And they were awed that a young college student could invent something like this. Well, he realized as he was presenting it to different individuals and wanted to go forth to companies that he needed a patent. So I said, okay, son, you know, what what is it going to cost? So he began to investigate the cost. Well, it was more than I had imagined. And I had told him, hey, I'm, I'm in with you on this. And, you know, his family members and his father And so he began to investigate this patent. Well, the ticket on the patent was $10,000. That's a high ticket on a good idea, right? But I knew God gave him this idea. So I said, son, get out your Bible and pray about this and seek God. And I'm going to pray with you on this. Well, we prayed and we sought God over the matter, the entire family. And he kept searching and kept searching. No one was under $10,000. Some were more than $10,000. One was even $30,000, but no one under that. I said, continue to pray, and God is going to give you an answer. Do you know that he received that patent for $1,800? God will provide whatever we need according to his riches and glory. Oh, my goodness. It is so amazing that when we seek God, he answers If only we knew the power of our prayer. Oh, my goodness. First John 5, 15. And this is a confidence 
that we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we already possess what we have desired of him. That's first John five and 15. We have to pray from position of victory, not a position of deficit, not a position of wondering. We have to pray from a position of victory, knowing that whatever we have need of God has it. And if he doesn't have it, he'll make it. Oh my goodness. It is just so amazing. The results that I have seen in prayer. Are you ready to go to the next level? You cannot go to the next level if you don't stop and decide, I'm going to enter in. You now stand at the threshold of a new journey with God, a place that can revise your life and the life of family members and the souls in this country and other nations. God's raising up a spiritual military force of believers who will understand that prayer is a weapon of war. And these individuals will use this weapon to strike and send confusion in the enemy's camps, destroying the powers of darkness, taking down the empire that the enemy is set up to destroy the church and to destroy the lives of the children of God. There is an immutable prayer. There is an immutable law of prayer and it will not change. Ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7, 7. Valerie didn't say it. God said it. If you are persistent in prayer, not giving up, intensifying when the battle gets tough, refusing to be defeated, you will win in life circumstances. God doesn't want you to be defeated. I know many are facing trials, and it may seem there is no way out. I hear it every week, but I'm here to tell you, God will make a way of escape. When God becomes our priority, everything changes. You see, when you commune with him in prayer, he is going to give you revelation, astounding insight, direction on how to handle circumstances that seem out of your control. What is impossible to man is possible with God. You'll pull down strongholds and enter your next level. God is changing your future right now as you're listening to this message. He is reshaping destinies. Let's talk for just a few minutes about communion on a new level of warfare, prayer, because now is your call to action, what you must do. When you go to prayer, after you've worshiped the Lord in song, and you've read maybe the Lord's Prayer or Psalms 51, a prayer for repentance and confession to God, and you forgive. Now, go deep into communion. Ask God for his presence to fall upon you. Seek him. Allow him to lead you in prayer and how to pray, allowing the Holy Spirit to pray through you. Remember what Samuel said? He said, speak, Lord. For thy servant heareth. Maybe he will speak to you in your inner ear or deep within. Maybe you won't hear anything at all. But remember, in silence, the Lord speaks. In silence, he communicates. Be still and know that he is God. In silence, 
then close your prayer time, but never close your prayer time without giving him a chance to speak. Remember that deep calleth unto deep, that we need words to communicate, but God communicates without words. Even if you don't perceive a thought, believe me, he is depositing wisdom into your spirit. I guarantee you, if you do this, wisdom and understanding will flow through you. When circumstances arise, you will have divine insight and inspiration because you've communed with God. The Bible says deep calleth unto deep. From the depth of our soul, we communicate with God from deep within. He is God and he alone. We're moving to the next level. Let's talk about deeper communion. Paul said with all kinds of prayer and supplication, making your requests known unto God, Ephesians six eighteen. Now you're ready to enter the next level, the next dimension in prayer. To do so, you can no longer depend on your natural mind. You must allow the Holy Spirit to take over your prayer life, directing you on how to pray, what to pray. If you're praying and you get a strong direction from God to turn to a particular psalm, don't second guess it. Is that me thinking that? Just do what you're being led to do. The more you follow, the clearer it will be the voice of God. You may not feel like a spiritual giant. That doesn't matter. Once you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in prayer, he will begin to pray through you because you will have surrendered. Once you yield to him, he will fight the battle through prayer. The enemy cannot stand against the power of God that will move through you. When you try to fight on your own, you're not fighting the way that God intends for us to fight. I prayed for a lady whose daughter was in great pain and was in Texas Children's Hospital. And, you know, you've probably heard me talk about this, but I remember when she called and the doctors had no answer to what was going on with this little nine-year-old little girl. I remember arriving at the hospital. I was so high in the spirit. There's no other way to describe it. It felt like bands of angels were on my right and bands of angels were on my left side. And my son was with me, said, mother, you know, I want to video this hospital visit. I was like, sure, son, you can do that. You know, come and go with me. So as we're entering the hospital, he's talking to me and I'm saying, son, please, I just can't talk with you right now. I'm telling you, there are angels on both sides of me. And you're kind of like taking my attention off of the realm that I'm in. I'm telling you, God will make his presence evident. He will send a host of heaven to walk with you into the battlefield. I had already won. And so when I walked into the hospital room, I knew that God was going to do something mighty in the life of this child. Do you know that the doctor said with her healing that they have never seen anything like this? And I actually have those comments on video. It's amazing what took place. True communion. We must come parallel with the Holy Spirit, aligning ourselves with him. Now it's vitally important to ask God to reveal to you how the Holy Spirit operates through you in prayer and intercedes through you. The Holy Spirit is your great teacher. That's who truly teaches us how to pray. Then you'll see extraordinary answers to prayer. Please take note. When you commune with God in prayer, you must always remember the soul who walks in forgiveness 
keeps a clean heart. To allow God full access, forgiveness and repentance, confession is vitally important to clear the path in the spirit realm. Psalm 66, 18, it reads, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear my prayer. Unforgiveness is sin because God told us to forgive. Most people walk in the shadow of unforgiveness. They think that they have forgiven, but sadly enough, they haven't. We must allow God to fight our battles. Unforgiveness is one of the greatest hindrances to prayer, holding bitterness, rejection, and resentment in our heart will hinder our prayers from breaking through in the spirit realm. It gives the enemy the opportunity to accuse you because the Bible says he's the accuser of the brethren. Commune with God and you'll hear his voice. Forgive, confess unrepented sin, give tithes and offering and do what God said to do. You will see great and mighty things through prayer as you make God and his word your priority. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. 